0: Man, these guys are good.
1: Welcome in to the DNBR Avalanche Podcast. We got AJ, we got Eric, we got Rudo. Abs do the thing where they win a hockey game in this one. Foreign. They did win as much as oh. it was a weird one at times for struggles and otherwise. Uh, they did win 4-3 to over the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, they did not lose to a team that had lost eight in a row. So all those people who said they were going on Twitter at me, you were wrong. And I was right. Meaner, meaner, meaner. (laughs) Let's get into it. Let's do the 60-second run down. Stop me if you've heard this first period before. The Avs score first, but lose the period by giving up two goals in a short amount of time. Stop. (laughs) Thank you. I I appreciate. Uh, Not a great period for Colorado, mostly designed around the fact that they took three penalties. Even if they were soft calls, you got to find a way to keep yourself out of the box. Uh, second period was better Higher octane The Avs score two They give up one uh, You get a, a Quality 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 performance Out of Jack Johnson On the offensive side Of the puck Has a multi-point night Jack Johnson. Impressive stuff It's 3-3 three, three After two The third period Has both teams Get a goal Taken off the board Because of being offside Only for the Avs To finally score The What ends up being The game winning goal 4-3 By Devon Taves uh I did not do the weirdness of this game justice, but we'll talk about it as this podcast goes on. Because it was yet another very weird hockey game
0: between Colorado and Arizona. Yeah, an absolute goof troop of a game, dude. <laughs> it's a sausage.
1: Not a ham sandwich this time, no, a sausage. It was a sausage of a right. game. Fair enough. Let's go back to the start here you felt like the Avs started well, right? They did all the right sure. things. They get rewarded for it. Ross Colton's able to put them on the board 1-0. You're getting... Uh, let, uh, let's have this conversation. What is Ross Colton production count as? Is that depth scoring?
2: <laughs> or is that your second line? <laughs> That's a trick question.
0: <laughs> it's both, man. I mean... I'm not trying to be an asshole here, but No, I agree with you on this one. Like, (laughs) like, even during the watch-along, people were like, oh, wouldn't it be nice to have a second line? It's like, your second line center scored in this game. Yep. If you get a goal a game out of your second line, you're doing pretty well. He has what four points in the six games now, seven games since the all star break? It would be seven, yeah. I think it's four points. Sounds right. So it's 50 not overwhelming. Yep, you know, like but it's, it's fine. Yeah, but for a second line guy, you're like, okay, that's right around in the neighborhood of what a second line guy produces. He doesn't even play second line minutes. I know. If you go and look at it, he plays 14 minutes a night.
1: Yep. That's closer to third line than second line.
0: Exactly. If you put them at 16 minutes a night, I would be. I would love to see how that goes. Is there more there? Yeah, but we don't live in that world, so whatever. Point is, it's a great. It's a great play by that line. It's a great goal. It's a good finish by Ross Colton, and it's production that you sorely need. Yep. It,
1: which is great. I have, again, I think the first five minutes of this game, none of us would have any problems with the way the Abs played. But, ultimately, they lose the first period. It's a... I, let's just have this conversation now so we can have it. What do you do with Makar and Taves? Because, I, yeah. look, I get it. Taves gets the game-winning goal. Great. Awesome. Defensively, that pairing was, once again, a nightmare.
2: Yeah. It's been tough, right? I mean, I, I think Kale will be the first one to tell you, like, he's better than that. Uh, is that normal to have some ebbs and flows yeah you know but right now it's i think it's getting to be a little concerning the two of them they, they need to be better especially let's not get ourselves tonight this is the arizona coyotes it's not the number one team in the nhl this is a team that lost 10 in a row so this is not it wasn't a big test it's not like you're playing big minutes against Connor mcdavid or leon dreisaitl so those minutes are coming right you know those, those games are coming you got Dallas Vancouver some teams are coming in right Toronto uh, Matthews Marner I mean they're, they're bigger tests they got to find their game uh I think the three of us are on the same page that so they didn't find their game tonight you know what I mean as a duo uh, they're better than that. <laughs> Their decision making's not there. Their the execution's not there. Well, uh, you know. I mean, I think it's an interesting comparison
1: because with Taves, you can say, "Hey, he didn't have a good night. He still found a way to have a big moment in this game." Something that you come to expect out of top players. Yeah. Yeah. It's been three, four, five games now of Caleb McCarr where there is not a lot
0: to love. And, yeah. and I get on an individual shift, he can make an amazing play tonight. I, I get that. Had one at the. In the first part of the game, where he
1: goes all the way deep in
0: behind uh the net, yeah, it was fantastic and creates a great scoring chance. (laughs) And then that was kind of it.
2: Yeah, Um, you can tell he's trying. Like you know, that's what we're saying. We're we're saying he's trying. He's, but he's just on the wrong end of some weird plays lately, right? You know what I mean? Certainly
1: not a lack of effort, but it is a lack of execution. Yes,
2: I think you know. Again, even that first is it the first goal that he's in front there? It is. Yeah, so those things usually don't happen with him. It's like, he's almost like a magician. So he's showing us that he's human. Um, but this is a stretch right now that it's starting to be like, okay, let's get out of this stretch. Let's get the real Kale. Let's get the real Devon. Let's get the real unit. Top unit in the NHL back. Where for almost 30 minutes a night as fans, as coaches, as teammates you actually feel pretty good and you're breathing really nice and your heart rate's not going up because you're like, oh shit, we're in trouble. I It's I don't know what
1: you do because even if you're sitting here and say, hey, break him up, give him something else, give him a different look. It's not that easy to just do that, particularly because the last couple games, Josh Manson hasn't been any good,
0: which is part of the deal. Yeah. Like you're going to have guys go through ruts. Now when Josh Manson goes through a bad stretch, it's not great when it's at the same time your top pairing is exactly. also going through one. But it is also really encouraging that as that pairing is going through it, Bowen Byram is not. He, is, yeah. he
1: has picked it up.
0: You and know, This true. is, what, his third straight game? With, Multi-point night. With yep. two points? Yep. So you're talking about a guy that's finding it, and there haven't been a lot of cheap points in that. No, nope. Like the... the the cheapest one is that backdoor goal, probably. Yeah, the goal in Tampa Bay where it's not covered and he just comes in and yep. pokes it into the net. Yep. But the rest of those, I, I mean, the, the assist that he has on McKinnon's goal right after they give up the lead, it's just a great play. springs him to do what McKinnon does. Exactly.
1: It's And then I'm assuming he's part of our three, so we can talk about him later. But yeah,
0: we can save that.
1: It, the thing... With it being McCarr and Taves having an off night is, or games or whatever you want to call it, it is significantly more detrimental to the Avs when they're having an off night as opposed to a Ranton and having an off night. Because the Avs, as a hockey team, are built for their defense to be the best part of their hockey team as a
0: whole. Hey, yeah, it's like their top line. Yeah. And then their defense. Yep. Those are supposed to be the greatest strengths that they have. Yep. And so when your top pairing is bad and Miko Rantanen is really
2: It's hard really to win struggling. hockey games like that, man. Yeah.
0: You're going to struggle to win,
2: which they did. You're talking about that 2C there earlier. That's kind of what it is, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, part of it is because of their defense. We've been talking about it all year. So it softens the blow of the... The problem, there. Yeah, whatever I'm you sure. want to call that. Bit of a hole there at two c right? So, yep. but when there's a little bit of a problem back there, <laughs> then yeah, you're struggling. And that's why they struggle on that road trip. So, hey, hopefully, it's a sign of a good, you know what I mean? It wins a win. Hopefully, it's yeah, a sign exactly. of, you know what I mean? Like they, they beat a team that's lost 10 in a row. I'm not being negative. I'm saying this is reality. If it wasn't perfect, but they found a way. Was tonight the f- their tenth? Ninth. Ninth. ninth? Yeah. Was oh, it ninth? It's oh, Jesus. They do have to play tomorrow.
0: Sorry. Hey, tomorrow. is yeah. Edmonton. Right. So I yeah. think so. Just penciling it in for ten. <laughs> yeah. Pretty safe bet.
2: That's at rough. two o'clock tomorrow.
0: Yep.
1: A f- quick turnaround Buddy, against McDavid.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah. Two o'clock I would feel when bad McDavid's waiting over mm-hmm. there
2: for you. So
0: I, I would feel <laughs> a lot worse for them if they did not get a home game the day after the Christmas break, in which they <laughs> have a team from Colorado that travels Same every single travels. time. Same day See how like. This is where this is why on days like that you're like, look, the schedule tends to it even counts. out over time. It does,
2: but yeah. there's some sausage of turns in there though, somewhere. <laughs> That's certainly a turn for them. Wow. <laughs> That's a shitty one.
1: Yeah, it's Don't envy their situation there, certainly. Not uh not gonna no. bother thinking about it too much. When you look at Colorado right now, and, and uh, I know we're going through some negative stuff. They won yep. the game. I'm ultimately pretty positive about this game on the whole
0: that they found a way to get a win that they needed. it, you know. it is a it the negativity is uh, it was a weird game. yeah, so a lot of strange stuff yeah. happened. Some bad habits that we've seen far too often this season creep in a bit. yeah, uh, really shaped how a lot of this game played out. But yeah, when you get into the numbers at the end of the game, you're like,
1: the Avs did what they needed to do. That face is sick. The typical Arizona nonsense. Yeah, happened. like, like yeah. don't
0: don't come at me with this. Like this is not a game that they got dominated in. They, no. This game should not this this game should not have been anywhere as close as it was no. in, in Colorado's favor. They should have won this game
2: fairly Walking comfortably. Away. Yeah.
1: I will say,
0: because let's just get all the negative
1: things out before we start talking about the positives and all that. It did feel like the Avs had an opportunity to kind of stomp down on the throat here with the power
0: plays. Yeah. And they failed to convert. Well, their special teams, once again, is lacking. Yep. Because they, they, they give up a power play goal. And It could have been way worse. But they give up a power play goal that puts them down 2-1 in the first period after that torrid start that they had. Yep. Uh, then they have six minutes of power play time in the second More period. More or less back-to-back. Yeah, yeah, that was four of those minutes was consecutive, and that came just minutes after. A two-minute or a two-minute off, two minute challenge. off yeah. of a lost challenge from Arizona. You're talking about all the momentum in the world should they, be going to them, and they produce nothing. They, if anything, they suck the momentum out of the building. Yeah, it was it, when you don't score on a four-minute, if, if you're not going to kill your own momentum, it needs to be a crazy power play. Yep. It was not. There were moments. They came very close to scoring at the very end of it. Yeah. once they But that's the not big good enough. It's, just, it's not good enough. No, I agree. And I your special teams goes through these stretches sometimes. We talk about it every single season. There will be times where your power play is just not great. It's going to go through a stretch like this. Earlier this year, it went through a stretch. We talked about this on the watch along where it scored in like 12 of 13 games or whatever it was. And like eight or nine games straight, even though it didn't look very good. It was still producing like crazy,
2: and it just go that dude, hockey be weird like, and it just goes like that sometimes. But this is I'm gonna be negative here for this, ten seconds, because I, it is negative. It's I,
1: gonna know. be more than ten seconds. Negative. No,
2: no, no, I'm just saying like, and and we don't want to be negative because, like AJ said, like we we were looking at the the positives numbers. are coming. I promise. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I and I know you. You're positive enough. I'm not saying that. I'm saying. A.J. was saying two seconds ago about the numbers, and we were just looking, and we're like, oh, my God, they gave up 12 shots at five on five. Like, <laughs> they were pretty I mean, they were bad. pretty freaking good. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go back to the point you were just the two of you talking about is the power play. At the spring dance, that four-minute power play, the way they handled it against a playoff team, it could have cost them the game you know what i mean it's that big of a margin like probably where, will that's what i'm trying to say like that's why i said it's gonna be negative here what i'm gonna say you know what i mean uh, if this was the spring dance that four minute could have been the difference between winning and losing the game you know what i mean that's i just felt it was piss poorly executed you know what i mean and managed you know
1: well, I mean? well i want to talk about the management a little sure, bit here sure. Is there, as AJ mentioned, they're on a stretch where the power play hasn't been great. Yeah, Things no, no. haven't been working. Bednar's answer to trying to get them out of this funk on that four minute power play is giving McKinnon and Ranton a three and a half minute shift.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: I, is, are, are we, is this just Kobe Bryant levels of let them shoot through it? Or do they have to try something else?
2: I'll I'll, I'll, I'll steal it from AJ before, because he knows what I'm going to say, right? What am I going to say? You You know what I'm going to say. I hate it. Like, I, I do. I, I'm a big, I don't know why, you know, and, I, and I'm not being ancient. And, and there's still teams like that that are doing this. And I do believe you go hard, you go for a minute. Sometimes it's under a minute because there was a nice, you know, the ice to puck you change. You'll get it back because you'll come back at the end. And, and I understand Nate and those guys are elite players. And Nate's got a excellent tank, you know what I mean? That we can, you know, get out there longer. I, I don't believe in that. I, I maybe it's because I'm from the Avalanche 1.0, where a lot of times Sackick had a minute, Forsberg at the other minute. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I just I, I don't believe in that because I sure. feel your play is is just not elevated. You're just kind of waiting there and you're cheating the game. And it's just it's just human nature. I mean, it's not just human nature. It's it's, it's the law like the body. Like, there's no way if you're going all out. You can last that long. Sure. There's no way. So somewhere, somehow you're you're cheating the game, you're not really going all out. So I don't believe in that. And then for me, when you're in a funk like this, that's when you simplify it. How do you simplify it? By getting to it like, you know, let's just look at the length of time they're out there. And then we'll manage it. All I saw, all I'm saying, I'm not <laughs> comparing McKinnon Ranton into but the other unit went out there and freaking had a great play and score, right? Yeah. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> we'll never know how the second unit is because they, they get out there 10 seconds. Yep, it's hard. Like, and I'm not complaining. I'm saying that's when you're built that way, it comes with the territory. I think you just got to find a way right now to manage the minutes a little bit better on that sense. That's just my two cents. Uh, uh.
1: I, I, I guess I'm just a little bit curious because I'm looking at it and you're seeing the top pairing is not played well. Do you consider breaking them up? Yeah. The power play is not going right now. Do you try to throw some different unit looks out there? I think ultimately whatever you do, things will get better just naturally after a certain amount of time in yeah. both cases. But is swapping things something the coach should be doing or is it meddling too much? I don't, I don't have a good answer for you.
2: No, me, me. it's more simplify it. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it starts with the length of the time you're out there. Sure. Uh, you keep the same guys. I got no problem. But then get off. If it's not working, get off. Let the other guys go for 30 seconds. If it's not working, you'll get the last 30. You know what I mean? Somewhere, somehow, I just, hey, I got no problem. If you're scoring every time, like they were on that torrid pace for like 20 games, sure, awesome. Good for you. But when you're not, then it, it just it's a, it's a tough look. It's a weird look to look at.
0: The power play struggles also really drive home. Does it sound really weird in here? Sorry, um, the power play struggles really drive home how hard Makar is pressing right now. I think because it's he's yeah. Through, yeah firing and firing and firing away, and so that's the Kobe Bryant shoot through it. Yeah, but. It's easier to shoot through it when you're Kobe on an 81 point night than Kobe on a 22 point night on 37 shots, yeah. and that's where Kale is right now. Yeah, he's just trying to he's just trying to shoot his way through his struggles, and you get it. You totally. can understand like
1: it'll break through eventually, exactly. <laughs>
0: and then you know you know that he'll have you know eight points in three games, yeah. something like that. He'll have yep. a stretch like that.
2: Of course, and
0: it'll be, you know, it'll feel like all is right in the world again. But more than anything else with Kale's game right now, it's the defensive end that really bothers me, particularly the puck management. Yeah, but you can see, in throughout Makar's career, even when he wasn't at his best, it always felt like at least on the power play he was dangerous. It felt like you had to be. very acutely aware of where he was and what was going on and um <laughs> they fly up there or something? no no <laughs> uh but but right now tonight right now you don't feel that way about his game when because he's not he's not stepping into space the, the way that he normally there. does um, yeah. he's not creating shooting lanes He's taking what's given to him, and he's trying to force it through traffic. And when Val Nichushkin was there tipping pucks home every single game, you felt like, yeah, man, this is working. Just keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) But you knew, one, you knew that wasn't sustainable. And two, Nichushkin's not there anymore. And the guys that are there, you know, Arturi is is great at a lot of things, but he's merely good at that. And Val's the best in the
2: league. He's not. Well, Landis better, but. Well, okay, well. He hasn't been around in two years. That's that's (laughs) what I'm saying. God bless him, I love him.
0: So it's just, it's, it's tough to see that, you know, now, and, and then they've tried to get away from that a little bit and try and go to McKinnon with the one-timer because that's worked a little bit This um, more this year than in previous Max years. Right back to putting it to the chest. Neither, yeah. Well, and neither one, of those th- neither one of those strategies are really why they've had the success that they've had in recent years. And when you look, hold on real quick. Go ahead. When you look at when Nachushkin was scoring a lot of goals and the power play did feel like it was humming, what did they do? They moved the puck down low. They pulled PKs apart. They weren't shooting from out high all the time. They were getting Chushkin
1: tips. The you know,
0: on shots. He's, move your feet. Yeah, move your feet. He's talking about guys moving around. And when they had the one of their most dangerous chances tonight, they didn't even shoot on because they had that little set play after yeah. off a one face-off. Yep. And they went down and around. And then they had Miko to Kale and, and then didn't pull the trigger. Exactly. Yeah. They had it there and they decided not to go for it. So it's it's a power play right now that's just... It's confidence. It's lacking it, confidence and they're trying to force it. They know that there's a lot of pressure on them to produce in those moments. They know that if they don't produce in those moments, winning gets a lot harder.
1: It's... It, just to back up you trying to force it because I agree 100%. The other thing to that recipe is you have Miko Rantanen sitting on the half wall who refuses to pull the trigger a guy who has one of the best one-timers in the league is absolutely lethal from that right circle and the abs have to settle for McCarr and McKinnon shooting pucks at times not that that's the worst thing in the world right but the best shooter on the ice there is Miko Rantanen, yeah (laughs) and the one shot he tried to take tonight the stick blows up and that's just the abs power play luck right now yeah but
0: the the other part hard part of that I think is that Miko Rantanen just doesn't have a lot of those goals this year where he does he's not. just he's just going bombs away from that spot where he's been so lethal in recent years. A lot of his goals this year are tips, rebound stuff. You yeah. know, a couple of empty netters. Like it hasn't been it hasn't been the kind of Miko Rantanen season that we've become very accustomed to well, seeing. That's
2: question of feel. You know what I mean? Because when that comes, he might go like you said, ten and five. You know what I mean? Because he's not feeling it right now. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not and you can tell he's gun shy, like you said. He's not he's not even attempting that short high, you know, club, you know, shot that he Yeah, has. that one
0: timer's not there. It was nice. He did walk in on a short side one time tonight and yep. we <laughs> thought he had it. Yep. But, but that's what it. you wanna see. That's yeah. what you wanna see. Even if he didn't score on it tonight. Well, five, six, seven times. Yeah, you want to see and wait. Yeah, give him give feed him those opportunities yeah some of this i think is also a personnel problem because i don't nobody is afraid of jonathan duran in front of the net no. he's not a guy that excels in puck retrieval he's yeah. not a guy that excels tipping pucks home he's not a guy that excels going and getting rebounds that is a guy that needs to be where Miko rantanen is yeah. making passes cross-seam passes finding finding seams uh in in the pk because he's that's where he's at his best he's a magician there He's absolutely lethal. And so as long as you continue to run this personnel, you have a problem. You put Ross Colton there. We've seen a lot of Ross Colton and Arturi Leckin in there. For my money, this is also it's a no misuse valve. of Ross Colton. Ross this Colton's is never, a shooter. He's a shooter, man. This has never been a Ross, what Ross yeah. Colton does when he was in Tampa Bay. His best attribute on a power play was taking one-timers oh. off the far side. They continue to run a 3D right. second unit. That yeah. in, in my opinion, it's just a mess. is completely miscast. It's a total misreading of what the personnel should be. Is there an easy answer right now? No, there is not. There is not an easy answer because Colton and Druin are arguably the best options for a for top for unit. that top power play yeah. unit. That puts a lot of pressure on the big three guys to try and get it done. There's not an easy answer other than they just need to play better. They need I, to finish. They need to execute well, better. This is not. I'm sorry, it's not a scheme problem. These guys have been running the same basic thing for six years, yep. five years, whatever and it, it is now. It works relatively well. <laughs> exactly. It's been a top ten power play more often than not for the last several hundred NHL games. This is not time to fire your power play coach. Like, come on now. But it is it is an execution problem, as you mentioned earlier with Makar. And so that's you look at that and I think you saw that rear its head a lot tonight. Especially in that second period. A period they won, (laughs) and we are still talking about this issue.
1: I know. I I do love that it comes full circle there, too, because we want the Avs to split up that power play a little bit more, give more time to the second unit. I do. But the Avs are sitting in this perfect microcosm of a world where if you get Val back, all of a sudden he's on the top unit, and maybe you can drop a Colton down, and maybe that second unit starts to look a little better. I'm not going to get way too into the weeds on this. But my point is, it's kind of a, a negative feedback loop here, right? Where the top unit needs to take these guys off the second unit and then they don't score and then you can't use the second unit. So you got to keep using the top unit. Well, and I, it's kind of just the snake eating its own tail. I, I just
2: think there's a better way. Delicious. I think there's a, there's a happier medium. You I know mean, I mean? Like, I just feel that right now it's so top heavy. Like, the whole time, to- basically, it's the whole two minutes. And with the four minutes today, it was basically four was minutes. Basically, I mean, the I'm insane. Yeah. Like, so I think there's a happy medium. I'm a big believer. I don't care how they're built. Like I, I play with superstars like freaking Gretzky and Sakic and I, I get it. But there's got to be a hungry factor. It's got to be a hunger factor. So, so that unit, they know they're going to be there for the two minutes. And it's, sometimes it's just it's negative. It's harmful. It's you know, what I mean, like there's got to be a freaking like, hey, if you're not going, if you're not producing that first minute. It's got It's like anything else. Like you put a timing on it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if, it's like negotiations. You know, there's always a trigger. There's mm-hmm. a timing. There's dates. There's if there's like, hey, if you know, first, get off. Tough shit. You know what I mean? Like and let the other guys go. Like you said, if Val comes back, then all of a sudden it triggers people down. And then you have a better set of a maybe a better second unit.
0: Even this, even with my issues with the second unit uh, usage tonight, yep. they produce your best scoring chance with Zach Parise at the, right at the end of the yes. four yep. minutes. Yep. and you wonder how much of that is just a sense of urgency. The top unit never looks like they're in a hurry. They, they never look they sped have up. Two minutes. They saying. never, they never look I like agree. they're trying to get anywhere going. You know that's what I'm saying. And your second unit, it shows a sense of urgency. Yes. A sense of urgency makes it harder for the pk yep when you're just standing there moving the puck around in very predictable ways it's pretty easy Yep, yep. it's easy to defend i, I think the Av's top guys when they're not playing well they do a great job of defending themselves especially on a power play Yep, and you see that second unit's got a different look the pk struggles to defend it I don't unit. think that's a coincidence. I just don't. And so I think you're at the you're at the point where you're like, give it a minute, minute twenty. Put the second unit out there. I'm, I'm with, it. I'm with just,
2: it. I have a hard time
0: with it. I uh,
1: I that's had me. a hard time with the conspiracy theory in this hockey game to ruin my bet 365 bets. Alright? Probably. I, I had Alex Kerfoot anytime oh. goal scorer. Oh,
0: that's cold. It Plus comes four off the 50.
1: board. 425. 425. Plus sorry. 425. That's cold, man. <laughs> tough one. Tough one for me that bet challenged our challenge that goal. <laughs> That's two bad beats for yeah. you in the last week
0: with the two <laughs> the, minutes. Exactly ten the, minutes. <laughs> the ten minutes in Washington and now this. That is a bad beat for you.
1: I, I did at least hit my uh, Taves Point bet. So I got a little something today with Bet365. Uh, go put your bets with Bet365 when you sign up with the DNVR365 code. When you use that DNVR365 code to sign up with a new account, you bet $5 on any NHL game, you get $150 in bonus bets. So jump in it get 150 bucks to play with. Have a little fun with it. Fade my bets if you think I'm an idiot. Go with my bets if you think I'm feeling lucky that day. Not whatever you want to do. You can go bet on other games which apparently
0: hammer the aisles to blow leads. Oh. Shit. If you have if you are if you have an Islanders game and they have a lead in the third period <laughs> and the other team is plus money, take that every should time. be automatic <laughs> betting. <laughs>
1: Get on it with Bet365. Of course, you must be 21 or older. Physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly if you or someone you know has a gambling problem. Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. And then, when you win a little bit of that money and uh, you want to go put it in a safe place, make sure you hit up Premier Member's Credit Union. Uh, A lot of financial institutions out there to choose from, but Premier Members Credit Union is the one to go with. They're not a bank, which means they do things a little bit differently, like putting their members first with higher savings interest and lower loan rates. Uh, It's a part of the Colorado community here. Uh, They've been here for a very long time. And with PMCU, you get local branches, friendly tellers and the tools you need to save, including their new high yield savings account. Uh, or the option to earn 5% APY on your first $2,000 with their reverse-tier money market. Go check them out if you haven't hit up PMCU yet. They have a ton of amazing tools, and when you become a new member at PMCU, you'll get $200. All you have to do is open a checking account and sign up for e-statements, and they'll give you 200 bucks.
0: So that's yeah. kind of just free money, basically. They, will- uh, hmm? they have my car loan. Oh, yeah, there you go. And the uh, interest rate on it is... Not bad. It's nice, Not man. Not bad. I, very unlikely I get that interest rate on my next card. <laughs> At least you got it there. Yeah. Take it where you can get yeah, it. Yeah, it's actually, it's been a great experience so far.
1: Hell yeah. Go to becomepremier.com to find out more about Premier Members Credit Union. Nice. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Let's get into who's getting the high interest rate returns for Colorado in this game. Our three stars of the night. I don't even know them. You guys didn't even tell them to me. AJ picked them,
0: so. Yeah, this keeps being a thing. I keep doing them, and you guys have no idea, but I think our third star. Are we ready? Surprise. Yeah, I think our third star is Bowen Byram again. I think uh, he's been
1: on every one of these graphics. Yeah. We,
0: started we started the three stars <laughs> graphics, and it's just been the Bow show.
2: Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's a Bow it's time.
0: <laughs>
2: My man. French guy coming in.
0: Yeah, I... The, the play of Bowen Byram again, um, you know, it hasn't been perfect, but the big problem that I've had with him has not been defensively. It's hit or miss defensively. And I don't mind a guy, a young guy going through growing pains on defense. Same. You've got hundreds of games to figure out how to play defense in the NHL until most guys get good at it. Yep. Kale McCarr is still trying to get good at it. <laughs> when he gets there, look out, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> look at the difference. You know there have been a lot of things, but look at the difference with Sam Girard. He started to get to a certain point point in his things career, started clicking in exactly. He's and the Av's best penalty killer on the team well, now, and, and the the <laughs> two way game has really for for Sam Gerrard has clicked this year. Yep in a way that it never has before um, since he came back from his leave. Yep. Now, again, there's a lot of things that you could point to. For sure. But if you're, you can't tell me that all the experience that he's had, all the ups and downs and learning what works and what doesn't hasn't played a, a factor in it. We're seeing that with Byram. And with Byram, the offensive aggression has always been my number one issue with his game. It was a huge reason why he was drafted where he was. It was not because he was a world-class defender. In uh, in uh, for the Vancouver Giants, it was because the two way game was very dynamic, yep. and he was really good with the puck. And he was the first guy in WHL history to lead the postseason in scoring as a, as a defenseman. Yep. He's got a great shot. He's, got, he's capable of a, a great deal of goal scoring. Certainly better than we've seen at the uh, at, in the NHL to this point. And even then, he scores a handful of goals every year. Yep. The guy's career high is ten already. <laughs> And he's played like 40 games a year. Right. <laughs> exactly. But we're seeing, we're seeing some of the playmaking over the last yep. week. We're seeing more of that playmaking come in. And look at the assist that he has on the McKinnon goal. In particular, that goal, that is, him, that is him attacking and then making a great pass to McKinnon. McKinnon does a great job staying with it, whatever, whatever. But a great play by Bowen Byram. And so he gets our third star. Another good offensive performance from him.
2: But my only thing, I think we all agree with him is go out there and try. Try shit. That's have the, the beautiful of the yes. and Pratt. Yep. Like, they don't have the shackles on you. Yep. Go and try shit. Try it. Go. And you're so smooth. You'll get back. You're right. You're right about defending. First of all, Who wants to defend? (laughs) Nobody. Spoken like a forward right there. Well, no, I'm being honest. I've never met a D in the NHL that wants to defend. Everybody wants to go play in the sandbox, which is where? The offensive zone. That's what you want to do. Whether you're a forward, whether you're a D, you want to get that. F out of your own end. That's what you want to do.
1: I think I've met a couple of goalies that probably want you to well, yeah, defend. Yeah, exactly. You know,
2: you're patty, what? Yeah. You know, defend. Well, well, you know what I'm your saying? F probably wants yeah. a little more <laughs> You than know what getting. I mean. <laughs> Whole, you got to remember, it's the best league in the world. Guys on the other team will make plays. They're good at it. So if you're pinning your own end, it's not fun. I don't care if you're good at it. No one's good at it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like. <laughs> you're lucky at it sometimes. You're whatever it is. But I think Bo is more like it's a great pick by you. We've been critical of him this year. But you're right. The last three games since we invented the three stars, because it's never been invented before by any yep. other network or any building in the National yep. Hockey League, three stars. We're special. They are
0: welcome for the idea, the concept of three stars coming from us. And then all of a sudden, Bo is... Men star of our
1: stars. It, 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 it wouldn't be the first, wouldn't be the last defenseman to make up for some questionable defensive end stuff with
0: offensive production.
2: 100%. Yeah, and,
0: and if you're going to go through growing pains on defense, be dope on offense. You can live with that exactly.
2: stuff. Don't go in your own end. You won't mess up.
0: There you go. It's very simple. Best defense is good offense. That's it. Well, and the other, our second star of the night tonight is the other half of Colorado's third pairing Let's on defense. let Jack Johnson. What, what the a, hell? What a monster. What G-G. the hell? <laughs> Not only does that pass that the he get come from Ryan Johansson, but the move that he makes where he Dude reads it and he just in, yeah. ducks on in, it's a very dynamic play. Now, he has to make that count. Because if that misses the net and it rims out of the zone, he is better (laughs) off changing than trying to get back. At this point in his career, Jack Johnson skates like a glacier moves. So he has no choice but to put that thing on net. He does. The Melka botches it, and it goes in. Right in the middle of the net. I love dude, it, dude. It's not. It's not a special <laughs> shot. It's. It, there's nothing special about it except you make the other guy. You force the opposing goaltender to make a play. He, he botches it. it. Yep. Does you get the goal. Great job by Jack Johnson. Is, is that not a perfect example of the difference between
1: a Kale McCarr trying to force it, who you saw shoot the puck wide multiple times tonight, <laughs> and Jack Johnson just throwing the thing that on net?
0: Jack Johnson just being like, "I got to get it on net, because <laughs> yeah.
1: otherwise I'm in trouble." <laughs> and you, you put it on net. Good things happen. <laughs> All right, we have a, a slight ma- microphone yeah. malfunction. so it's, a, it's, it's fine. A, we fixed it. We're good. It. We're
0: good. It's just a good, solid play by Jack Johnson. He gets the game time goal. Great, great job. Yep. GG. And no, and then no picks, notes
1: on Jack Johnson.
0: He <laughs> picks up the secondary assist on McKinnon's goal
1: and it. And you had a two point night from your third pairing on a yeah. night, on a night where your top pairing was pretty rough. Yeah, that is how the Avs defense is built. Exactly. exactly to pick each other
0: up a little bit. That said, when you have he has he had a goal and an assist in about five and a half minutes of ice time.
1: (laughs) Maybe play him a little more. (laughs) That's pretty good. That's pretty good. (laughs) Who's our number
0: one? I don't even know. I don't either. (laughs) He had nine shots. I made it Nathan McKinnon because the goal that he scores, it's persistence. Keeps at it. He keeps working. He keeps digging. And there's a thing that we have all struggled with Nathan McKinnon at times where when he decides he's done with the play, he's done with the play. Yeah. This was not one of them. He kept working at it. For some reason, Arizona thought it might have been goaltender interference on him. Uh, it wasn't. <laughs> and he gets, he gets a goal right after they make it 3-2. Yep. Yeah immediately after boy was that a bad beaten minus 1 in the plus minus category <laughs> yeah, that's, that's tough, he man. comes <laughs> out of the box never has a chance to join the play <laughs> they score a goal and it's like okay <laughs> that's a bad one he gets he gets the he gets the game time goal there but also look at the play that he makes later on for his assist it it creates the game-winning
1: goal. It, it, it wasn't the full-on Mad Mac tonight. Yeah. But I think you, you've got a partial. Where Nathan McKinnon's mindset, particularly beyond like the halfway point of this game, was he just said, fuck this shit. I'm going to get a puck. I'm going to put my head down.
0: And I'm going to drive the net. And whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Well, you saw multiple times off of face-offs in the neutral zone. He creates a scoring chance yep. by himself yep. because Arizona's like, alright, everybody be careful. Be careful. It's Nathan McKinnon. And Nathan McKinnon... <laughs> he wasn't being careful at all. He was just like, no, I'm going to do this.
2: That was like a video game noise right there. So <laughs> you, you see
0: that McKinnon... It's encouraging to see that sometimes when it's just not going for other guys, he's just deciding. I'm going to try and make this happen and now, it's funny because we're giving him credit for that, and we're talking about how Kael McCarr is forcing it. But that's the difference between when it's working for you and when it's not. If you force it and it works, then it works. Exactly. <laughs> then, you're, then, you know, then you're hard-nosed. You're gritty. You're determined. And when, when you're, you're forcing it and it doesn't work, you're in a rut. But, but that's what a rut is. How
1: many times have we talked about this with someone like Bowen and Byram, too? A lot of the difference there is just confidence. Yeah. It, yeah, it's funny to see. For as good as a Nathan McKinnon is, sometimes you can see it where that light bulb comes on, and it's like they remember that they're actually just better than
0: everybody else. Especially for whatever reason against Arizona. Yeah, Nathan,
1: <laughs> he, Nathan he gets McKinnon up for sure. Yeah. yeah,
0: Nathan McKinnon is like this franchise has never once in its history had a player as talented as I am. <laughs> so I'm just
2: gonna go dominate everybody. <laughs> But if,
0: if it works...
2: Again, he had nine shots on there. Yeah, he was right? a monster. He was, he was
0: fantastic. At, uh, yeah. There were points in this game where you could be frustrated. Totally. But on, on the whole, the Nathan McKinnon looked exactly like what an MVP candidate should look like. Yep. He, he put the team on his back yeah. in the second half of the game in particular.
2: We need the two points. Let's create it.
0: He, he gets the game tying goal
2: assists on the game-winning yeah, goal. Yeah,
0: and has, has an assist on the game-winning goal. Makes a great play to really kind of get it kick-started in the offensive zone. And you win the game. That's what Superstar does. <laughs> it's nice to
1: have them. Arizona wouldn't know. <laughs> Oof, that's cold, brother. That's cold, brother. They're not wrong, though. Shout out. The PHNX gang.
2: I'm sure they're doing their post-game, too. They I uh, are very not yeah, positive before, meaning like they didn't think they were going to win before the game. They was,
1: <laughs> look, man, I I almost felt bad for them on the pregame. I know. When they're talking about, can Clayton Keller tie the franchise high and not franchise, it's Arizona high of 86 points. And it's like, damn, <laughs> you're yeah. living the rough life here.
0: Yeah, I think Nathan McKinnon's up to 91 after tonight. Yeah,
1: there'll be 91 the with the
0: assist. Yeah. <laughs> less than
1: 60 games in, has more than any coyote ever.
0: Nice. It's the difference between being a Muppet and a Muppet baby. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) That
2: laugh is sick.
0: Evil. Evil. Nathan McKinnon is Kermit. (laughs) That laugh is evil. The coyotes are the TV show, The Muppet Babies.
1: (laughs) What? (laughs) That was so far out of left field. I don't even. I don't even know where to begin. Oh where God. are we? With what, what? What was that?
2: What is going on?
1: <laughs> uh, on that note, we are. Oh, that's
2: red.
0: What is that?
1: What is that? Great question. We'll do those in, space in a second. This face makes
0: me nervous in this because of the way that she looked at us not in general
2: she had that evil laugh she had see that's your laugh right now we are laugh. brought
1: to you by american financing aj was talking about good rates earlier you can get some good rates with american financing home loan rates currently are in the fives right now it's been a long time since they've been that low you can get in with that with american financing and maybe more importantly what they do best is eliminate high rate credit card debt and things (laughs) of that nature to get you more financially stable and set up. Make sure What are you still losing it about? Make sure you get with American Financing. They save their customers on average $854 a month. That adds up to over $10,000 in a calendar year. And the coolest part is they might be able to delay your next two mortgage payments. So in the immediate, they can really help you out a ton. And they might be able to close your loan in as little as 10 days. Go call American Financing today. Uh, give them a call at 303 695 Let them know DNVR sent you over there. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net slash dnvr. NMLS 182334. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. And once you've got your good rates all fully set up, make sure you take that extra cash you got and get down to Circle K. Yeah. Get yourself in the inner circle. You don't really need that much extra cash. Snacks, 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 snacks. Snacks. We had some good snacks today. I'll tell you what. You can never go wrong with a Circle K gummy worm. I'll tell you. Sour, good. sweet, whatever you want to get. Circle K has got you covered. With Inner Circle, you save a ton, especially on the weekends when it comes to their snack options. You also get $0.25 cents off a per gallon on your first five fill-ups at the pump. So go to CircleK.com slash Inner Circle today or use that QR code on screen to get signed up and get yourself some delicious Inner Circle snacks. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche Podcast. All right, let's do whatever this is. Thank you for the 100 likes, chat. Is it red because we're drinking the blood of our enemies? Is that what Dr. Dubs has prescribed
2: today? Enemy blood. Sedona red.
1: Ah, Sedona red. There you go. There it is. Appreciate you, chat. Uh, some vitamin W for everybody. It's good to be back in the winner's circle.
0: I still don't know what that is.
1: Mm. All right, third I period see. of the DNVR Avalanche podcast.
2: <laughs> Devil's good. Uh,
0: Jesus.
1: Um, tough night for the guys in the stripes, and yeah. I don't even necessarily mean the refs,
0: dude. <laughs> the linesman, is that is that the single worst ten minute stretch for NHL a, linesman <laughs> like linesman crew imaginable? <laughs> The, the Miko p- one was like really <laughs> I mean, oh You can understand the Kerfoot. The puck the air. is in the It's hard, hard replay. It was really close, even on replay. One. where We spent how much time just being yeah. like, where is the puck? The Miko one was pretty bad. Was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. like, it was so bad that on the watch along, if you were we watching the watch along, we called it immediately. <laughs> yep. And I said it would be tremendous theater if they were to score and have to challenge it and come back. That's exactly Mm -hmm. what happens. (laughs) Puck, post, in. Ridiculous. I mean, that's, that's. I'm sorry, but that one is inexcusable. Yeah, you got to get that one live. That's that's, uh, that's... ridiculous.
1: And uh, I I do want to ask you a question about the refs tonight. Because I do not think that the refs were like horrible, had a terrible game or anything like that. Yeah, I don't either. But uh, we had this conversation on multiple calls tonight. A penalty gets committed, you look at it and you go, "While I understand that's a penalty, it's incredibly soft." Yeah. Is this a consistency problem with the refs? Is this a your rule book is bad? Is this even a problem or is it just something that we have to accept?
0: I uh, the, the the actual officiating in this one really doesn't bother me that much because you can look at every single one of those penalties and say that's a penalty. Regardless if you think, oh, it's soft or it's not, it, it doesn't really matter. You look at all of them and you say, yeah, that is a penalty. Yeah. Now, I'm really frustrated by, uh, I was frustrated by the tripping again, uh, that happened against Nick Schmaltz at the very end. Sure. Because, yeah, the stick gets in the skates, but you also can physically see <laughs> him push off of his leg to dive. Yep. And so that's. That's a tough one for me. That's a little frustrating. Um, there were what felt like some really obvious ones that didn't get called. But that's the NHL, man. Kay. That's just that's just how it is. I really didn't have a problem. The linesmen were awful tonight. Yeah. Between that and the way that they were dropping pucks, it felt like they kicked everybody out of every faceoff. I, I'm gonna go it back is an and, avalanche
1: game. Well, I'm going to go
0: back and look at the runtime of this game, and it, fe- it feels like it was three it hours. It did feel like a long It felt like a freaking baseball game with how long it took this game to get played. Part in part because the linesmen were so bad. Yeah, so I but in in terms of the actual officiating, the penalties and all that, man, I'm good. I really didn't have a problem. I thought it was fine.
2: I mean, when it goes back to officiating and, and they're good guys and, you know, I feel it's about it's like a player, right? So it's about it's about feeling of the game and it's about rapport with the coaches or the players. You know what I mean? And that goes for the head officials right dealing more with coaches and stuff or you're talking about face-offs it goes with the players and the sentiment for the linesmen. you know what i mean yeah. like they they have to have that rapport they have to have that and then you have to have a feel of where this game is going and how it's being played but but you're right as soon as you start calling shit like like that is so soft it's a long night because you lose yeah. the feel of your game after because you're you've already set the standard now, if you're getting away from it, then you know what I mean. Then you, what does that tell you? Yeah. What does that tell the guys? You know, so then you lose control of the game. I think it's very important. Referees are, they have a rapport. I think it's important that they have a feel for the game, and also, there's one thing that they're out there for too, is the safety of the players. I, I know players have to, you know, protect each other, but they also have to control the tempers and all that kind of stuff that that's part of their job too so things don't escalate and sometimes you do have to make the right call especially towards the end of a game it's like you know what that's a two out of ten you're gone you know what i mean you're kind of deflating or what can escalate to something you know what i mean yeah. so that thing that's important for them
0: yeah you're talking about that rapport yeah uh and it it felt like it, but especially between the linesmen uh, on faceoffs and yeah, stuff, because yeah, yeah. I just, that was that was the thing that really bothered me tonight. Yep. Um, that felt it, it was like sandpaper on bare ass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was not it, two things that, that just didn't mix. What grit?
2: <laughs> With grit, it was <laughs> just it was two <laughs> things
0: that just did not mix. Yeah. Yes. Oil and water, I guess. Sorry, that was uh, not sand real. Sandpaper, paper, ass,
2: cute. and grit. <laughs> All right, uh, that's a T-shirt, <laughs> sandpaper ass, and grit. don't know
1: if that <laughs> one's gonna sell very well. Jesus. I don't oh, know about that, that one. And, and I, I agree with you. I think personally, I would like a better definition of a handful of penalties in the NHL via the rule book. I think there are some things where the NHL gets caught up in the letter of the law as opposed yeah, to the spirit right. of the law. Sometimes. You're right that's always going to happen, right? Uh, and I'm not again. I I'm not blaming the refs tonight. Like you guys said, I don't think Bulk. they were that bad. I just thought no. it was an interesting topic that I think both sides spent a lot of this game going. Boy, there's a lot of soft calls in this game. Yeah, yeah.
2: So weird.
0: You know, was worth talking about. One of the, one of the few nights though that I felt, I, coming out of it, that I felt like at least the penalties were penalties. Yep. Yeah. You know. Uh, soft, not soft, whatever, but at least this, the penalties were penalties.
2: I got a stupid question, like, you know, since it's in our face, but the NBA all-star game ever gotten to 200 points on a team or I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think there's any defense being played there. I can tell there's you There's not. All right.
1: Uh, the other side of this uh, we never really got to see a great replay of it on altitude, but <laughs> Georgiev <laughs> gets beat on a play. They wave off the goal.
0: We have no idea what happened <laughs> yeah. on that. I would love an explanation. I'm sure when I go back and watch the Arizona feed later, I'll get one. Different angles of whist- it, yeah.
2: I, I, I would assume it's the whistle, right? I, that's my assumption yeah. as well. I just don't you know for sure. Right, right, right away. Yeah. You know. I agree Instead, with your we assumption.
0: Got, we got four replays of
2: Ross Colden and
1: going. Lawson Krause <laughs> yeah.
0: exchanging fisticuffs and screaming at each other.
2: No, we got the replay of the the puck hitting the and at the other end and almost going in. <laughs> is uh, what what do you guys it's make true, man. of
1: that play? Is that a hey? The Avs got bailed out a little bit. You got a little bit lucky. I don't Take know. that and build confidence. Or are you looking at Georgiev's reaction to that play and going, "Oh my god, this guy is is not locked in right now"?
2: Well, he had just gotten beat by Kerfoot. Yeah,
0: yeah. well, well on I the don't Kerfoot it's side
2: or not, he still got beat. Well, I mean, Kerfoot, I Kerfoot one is bad. So you shouldn't have me- given it up. I, you got to remember, as a goalie. You know, you got, forget about it, you got bailed out on the offside. You got beat, you know what I mean. So mentally, you're like, "Oh, I just got beat." You well, know and then, what I mean? But like, I'm
1: saying then he gets beat
2: again. I, I know, I, again. I don't know how because we never saw and it, he, he,
1: his temper <laughs> boils <laughs> over
2: though. We saw his temper <laughs> lose it a little bit. That yeah. part
1: we did
0: see. Yeah, he picked up somebody's stick and it was, was a forward stick. stick. I think yeah. it was his own stick. No, no he picked it was it was up. Forward. He picked up a it was a skater, skater stick, stick and, yeah. and
2: he yeah yeah lost his crapper a little bit there. Again,
1: obviously it worked out and they won the game, yep. but a couple good saves at the end. Yep. You're, you're, I mean, fair credit yep. that he did hold the four-three lead ultimately. From a viewer perspective, Sick. watching those two goals in didn't build any confidence in my eyes. No, dude.
0: The guy, the the guy, unofficially gave up five goals tonight and won a game. Hey, yeah. he leads <laughs> the league and wins or whatever. Like, great, dude. <laughs> whatever. I'm just. I'm I'm done with this goaltender thing until he actually puts a string of quality games together. Fair yeah. and it and starts to inspire any level of confidence at all. Yeah. Any level of confidence that this guy is not
2: going to cost them a deep playoff run. I'm still going after confidence it. Confidence ain't there for I me, don't right? Care. Now. I'm I'm going after it. Like we're gonna talk about it this week again, but and I know flurry technically said I'm here to help the Minnesota Wild get in the playoffs because they are legitimately in a race. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, man, they're it's going to the, come they're... down to they lose a game or two. And then Billy's going to go see him and say, hey, where do you want to go? You can go to Edmonton, Colorado. I mean, do the list. We all know. The what last
1: rumor was he wanted to stay in Minnesota. No, that's what they... I'm saying. No,
2: no, 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 no. Technically, I did look into it. <laughs> he said he never said I don't want to leave. He said my efforts and my thoughts are with the Minnesota Wild right now. Right up to help until them they aren't. The, yeah, yeah, go. I'm using your line. It was good until
0: it wasn't. You know? Minnesota right? is in the race the same way that Haas is in the race in F1. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're out there. Yeah, they're part of it. <laughs> if but everyone on the track crashes, maybe. Yeah, exactly. If uh, absolute <laughs> disaster <laughs> strikes, then
2: maybe. But otherwise, give me a break, dude. I just want his presence. That's it. I, I'm advocating for it. What do you want me to tell you? I'm yeah, going to keep doing I'm it until you, it's not I, I, I have no I, Well, and I think three weeks from now, uh, just the presence.
0: It's a little, it's like, it's now like it's two, just, the boat two weeks would be and five days or something. But if you're going to do it, go
1: and get someone like Flurry. Otherwise, ex, ex, just play Ananen and live ex, with it. Dude. Uh, yeah. That's where I'm at with it. I know. I'm with you. Uh, Devontae does get the game winning goal. We kind of already talked about it. Not a good night for him, but he shows up in a big moment. Uh, McKinnon helps with the setup of the play, all that. Goals like that are big. I, I don't want to understate Yeah. that the abs in a game where it was a little bit of a wild one, There's a lot of weird stuff going on, yeah. they find a way to get the critical goal
0: and get a win. It was a weird-ass game, dude. And I can't stress enough, like... I know there, there's a lot of sentiment from people, chat, online, whatever, that we've already seen after this game about, oh, well, they just scraped by Arizona at home. Like, why should I feel any better about this team than I did at the start of the day? Or, they won a game. Yep. And I tell you, Eric, you can absolutely, ha- having lived this, speak to this better than I can, but the combination of they win a game coming off a very long road trip, <laughs> they don't have a morning skate, they start their game at a weird time. A 4 p.m. home game start time is a weird time to play hockey. And they win a weird game. Yeah. When you're in those weird games, you, you just have to find a way through the adversity of it. Everything about it is uncomfortable. You're not in any kind of a rhythm. That game had no flow. For a variety of reasons, it had no flow. Yep. The whole point of that is to just get out with two points. And that's what they did. And they they did exactly that. They should get full credit for that.
2: And I'll be honest. like I always talk about that. You guys know that. I always talk about that first game back after a road trip. It is true. It is not a myth. It's real. It's just a tough one for all the reasons. You have to live it. Uh, And I said before the game, I said, yeah, everything's out the window. It doesn't count because they had two days. You know? Boy, I got to be honest with you. There's a bit of a lie there. Like, I didn't feel good about it. And I didn't feel good because of the 4 o'clock start, the weirdness of it. And I was just like, oh, like, I don't like this. You know what I mean? I just don't. They're creatures of habits. Um, Especially champions are. You know what I mean? There's some guys that... Because champions are all about details, right? So when you're... It's not... Superstition, it's just creature of habits, it's details, and those guys are. I like the
0: idea of
1: only superstitious people would say that. (laughs) Reimagining
2: superstitions as details It's it's very funny to me. I'm just telling you right now, we'll, we'll have a show about it one day. I'm gonna tell you, hey, you can get deep into it, like it's just like, and then and then you get thrown off, like it's so weird. And I didn't like it, I didn't like that start. It was a two-week road trip and some guys longer because of the All-Star game and probably gone away for a couple days before the All-Star break. You know what I mean? Probably went away a couple places. I'm assuming Kale or, you know, these guys went a couple days before going to Toronto. So you're talking about three weeks. Like, when you get back home like a couple days ago, it's a tough one. Like, and then you go to practice yesterday and it's not like, oh, okay. And it's like, well, right back at her tomorrow with that weird start. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And then you're like, what time do I have to go now like how does this work I didn't like it I lied a bit I apologize I lied a bit um I was like oh it's all the window it doesn't count but boy I didn't like it I was like really weary about it but all in all I thought it was a great effort uh you know it was it a weird was it perfect no but there was a lot to it there but we all know they played you know a team that's lost nine in a row not you know, Stanley I, Cup winning team. What I
1: do want to reinforce here is something we talked about earlier. Was it a weird game? Yeah, yeah. But if you look at the underlying numbers of this game, certainly at five on five, really good. The Avs played well. Yeah, exactly. Like, let's not kid ourselves here. That's it's what
2: not, we were saying earlier.
0: Go to the go to the even yeah. strength just because there were some four 4 in this. Sure. And they well, give up. Right. They give up. I believe it was twelve, 12 shots, shots on goal.
2: And like four
0: and even strength. <laughs> it's not a ton. Twelve shots on goal against. That's even something like that. Uh, Corsi was
1: 29 to 42. Fenwick twenty nine to forty two. Fenwick 20-31 shots fourteen to twenty two. Oh,
2: okay.
1: At fives it was
0: indeed twelve. Okay.
2: There you go.
0: So all in all. A much thumbs much up. better defensive effort on the whole.
1: Just a to- high dangers nine to four in the abs favor. So favor.
2: The abs yeah. favor. Yeah, 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 That's what I
0: mean. You give up four high danger chances and you give up three goals. Give me Come a on. break,
2: dude. Stop, stop. <laughs> Come on, it was fine.
0: Yeah, thumbs up. <laughs> exactly. They did what
1: they had to do.
2: Annoying. Uh,
1: you know what my favorite part about getting home is?
0: Uh, gross. What? Gross. <laughs>
1: It's my carpet. Oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> I love my carpet. You get home, you get rub your little feetsies into the carpet. You go, mm mm,
0: mm, mm. Man, it does feel good. <laughs> I'm saying. You, Dogs get, come off and you just kind of yeah, exactly settle right. on yeah. in. Dogs you get are cozy.
1: Off. Make sure you have got the floor you want with Empire today. I get it. Not all people are carpet people. If you want the hardwoods, they've got beautiful hardwoods, too. I'm not that trying me. to. That's not true. I am trying to convert you to a carpet person. Carpet is objectively better, and you're wrong if you think otherwise.
0: But Empire <laughs> That's today the does the best both. way to convert people. Tell them they're wrong.
1: <laughs> you. You can get the hardwoods too with Empire today. You don't have to be a carpet truther like I am. It's okay. Uh, go to Empire today. You actually, you don't even have to go to Empire today. You can order straight from your home. You can go online. They have tools where you can broadcast the flooring in on a virtual. Little thing, you can measure out your rooms, and they'll show you exactly what the floor might look like in that room. Uh, they have professional installers, all sorts of fantastic stuff to go check out. They'll take care of you, especially because when you schedule a free in-home estimate today, you can get a $350 off discount when you use the promo code. Excuse me, DNVR at EmpireToday.com/dnvr. So get out there, go do it. At very least, get the free in-home estimate just to see. Maybe, uh, maybe you'll like the carpet. Maybe you like the hardwood. Whatever it is. Get it with Empire today. And then, once you get your carpet in and you install your little shelving units or your bookcases or whatever, FOCO.com. Fill that bookcase up with with some bobbleheads or some other merch or your jerseys or whatever it is. FOCO has licensed apparel. You can get 10% off with code DNBR10 at FOCO.com. They've also got pins and cracks and hats and uh, the blankets. All sorts of craziness with FOCO. Go check them out. Go find your sports merch. It doesn't even have to be the Avs. They got every team in the country, basically, uh, with FOCO.com. Uh, I
0: have one more question for you, gentlemen. Hold on. I need to know. Chat was asking, carpet in the bathroom? No. No, 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 right. no, no, no. no, We're cool. <laughs> there was about to be a lot of judgment coming your way, because I was like, you had me? That's gross. Yeah, absolutely not in the bathroom. No, I'm not a psychopath. Well.
1: Not in that way, at least. Cool. <laughs> uh, final
0: question for you, gentlemen. Miles could, Miles should, or Miles would? Well, the way he pinned that puck at the <laughs> behind the empty net with 14 seconds left, that was Miles good. Hey! All right? That was Miles good. This game was full of a lot of Miles should. <laughs> That's the life sometimes, though. Yeah. It'd be uh, like that. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> Even if he has a tough night, I love him. <laughs> All right. Maybe that should be our Miles Wood shirt. Great It's number. just, it's just <laughs> I love Miles, them. and it's just crossed <laughs> out. And at the good bottom, it just says good",
1: it says good <laughs> at the bottom.
0: <laughs> I like it. it. Has this
1: crazy toothless? I got the remedy
2: it. though for uh, Kel Macar. What's that? Very simple. Who's coming to town Tuesday? Quinn Hughes, hey buddy, he's gonna rise up to the challenge.
0: We just saw McKinnon do the exact opposite of that against Nikita Kucherov. So. Doesn't
2: matter. He's gonna do it. you
0: have Miles good? Do you have Quinn lose? What's that? Is yeah, that of course. That up?
1: All right. Sometimes that's the way it goes. I don't know. I don't. Do we have any super chats? I don't know. I don't think so. All right. Cool. Uh, only likes, no super chats. Understandable. I get it. Sometimes you just gotta enjoy an Avs win in peace.
0: Uh, that's all I got. Any any final thoughts before we do wrap it up? Uh, it felt it felt like an overly negative pot at times, and I really didn't mean for it to be no, that way. But I think we we brought it, it back around. It felt. Around, but it felt I, mean, I mean, that's a that's a. You should only really feel truly good about the win overall. Agree. There are aspects of it that you cannot like, but overall, they won the game. Yep. They they won a game that they had. Uh, Two one and three two deficits in.
2: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Look, any, any you night the, they you win, win, you won the third you period of a high game. Yeah, exactly. But and overall it was good enough to win. At the end of the year, when you look at it, it's gonna say W. And on even, that line. even with some
1: of the problems they talked about. Yeah. Not only did they win you would take the way they played on probably everything, but the number of penalties they committed. Yeah. yeah. Again.
0: <laughs> yeah, outside of outside of the discipline issues and the uh, special teams,
1: you would uh, Those certainly are two the even strength.
0: Yeah. You're looking at and you're like gross, but
1: at five on five, you you'd take them playing this way most nights, dude. Good so, game from them. Take it where you can get it. Uh, before we do go, take over first week of March against Minnesota.
0: Trade deadline day indeed. Come see the new app. It's going to be busy, busy, busy.
2: Takeover? Yep.
0: Takeover is on deadline day. It's going to be a long, fun yeah. day. That's We're going to get here at 9 o'clock in the morning, and we're going to be here all day. And then we'll and get home And when we do all the wrap-up yeah. wrap and all that stuff, we'll go straight into Takeover. Yeah. It's going to be a hell of a day. Yeah. We're going to be here all day. Come join
1: in. us for it. Have a good time with us. Come hang out. It's a fun time. You get to go to ball arena to get to see an Avs game. You get to help them win. That's all I got. We're out of here. We appreciate y'all. We are off tomorrow for president's day. We will be back, of course, for the game Tuesday. So tune in then. We will talk to you (laughs)
2: later.